crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. You may be seated today. Yes, your pastor was under challenge last night at the Valentine's banquet. It was called Bibles and Bows. And I didn't know that a trivia was going to come out of this. And so uh, I, I hacked my way through a little bit. But I tell you, what, I was a little rusty because uh, I was put on the spot. But I tell you what, uh, there's, there's that one scripture that I said that Jesus wept. And I found out that that's going to be Matthew, the 11th chapter and the 35th verse. And so uh, I'm definitely going to remember that one. I'm not going to let that die down uh, at all. So. Uh, but we had a wonderful, wonderful uh, time, and it's good that we can come together into God's Word. If you have your Bibles today, hold them up high. That's the sword of the Spirit. You may have it on a tablet. You may have it uh, on an Android, iPhone, whatever, whatever you may have today. But we're going to get into God's Word. I've started a new series called the I Am Series, and I started this last Sunday. So we're going to continue on in the I Am Series. And we want to thank those that are watching today. And my prayers are something that I can say to you and your family to encourage you along the way as we get into God's Word today. And I've got to make a correction and I've got to apologize. Somebody at the banquet said, are you going to be preaching in John? And I said, no, but I am so sorry. I want to say it before you and the Lord. I stand corrected. We will be in the book of John. John. So we will be in the book of John and we'll be there for a little while uh, through this series. So I definitely want to correct myself on that and, uh, and say, no, we're going to be in the book of John. So if you will turn with me to John's gospel, the eighth chapter, beginning with the first verse. John's Gospel, the 8th chapter, beginning with the first verse. This is the I Am series, sermon number 2, and my title today is, I Am the Light of the World. And this is all in direction of the Lord Jesus Christ, and I want to bring out some things today to encourage you as he says, I am the light of the world the world. And so let us go to John 8 and 1. Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again into the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and he taught them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst they said unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. And now Moses, as in the law, commanded us that such should be stoned. But what sayest thou? And this they said, tempting uh, him that they might have to, uh, to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down with his finger, wrote on the ground as though he heard them not, and so when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin, I want you to look at this with me, Jesus, red letter edition, He that is without sin among you, let him first 
cast a stone at her. And again he stooped down and wrote on the ground, and they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, that went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst, when Jesus had lifted up, her, up himself and saw none but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are thy, uh, those thy accusers? And hath no man uh, condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I con uh, condemn thee. Go and sin no more. And then spake Jesus unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Can I hear an amen to God's word? This I Am series is Jesus reveals Himself as the eternal Son of God. The I Am statements help us understand who He is. That it is Jesus Christ that is speaking and He is speaking truth and He is speaking life. And I want you to know today that Jesus brings life to you and me every day. Why? Because God the Father sent His Son over 2,000 years ago, died on the cross, arose on the third day, seated with the right hand of the Father. Therefore, we have victory and that we know that He brings life everlasting to us all. He is the light of the world. I am reminded of a contemporary Christian artist. Her name is Lauren Daigle, and she writes in her song, The Light of the World. Let me read some of, of the words here that she's wrote. The world waits for a miracle. The heart longs for a little bit of hope. O come, O come, Emmanuel. A child prays for peace on earth, and she's calling out from a sea of hurt. Oh come, oh, oh, oh come, oh come, Emmanuel, and can you hear the angels singing? The chorus would go, glory to the light of the world. Glory, the light of the world is here. She goes on and writes, the drought breaks with the tears of a mother. A baby cries, or cries is the sound of love. Come down, come down, Emmanuel. He is the song for the suffering. He is the Messiah. The Prince of Peace has come. He has come, Emmanuel. And she goes on and says in the chorus, Glory to the light of the world. Glory to the light of the world. Glory to the light of of the world. What does this I am statement mean? 
today? How does it relate to you? How does it relate to me today? My first point today is that light brings a knowledge of our need. I want to say this again. Light brings a knowledge of our need. You may say today, I don't need nothing. You may say, well, pastor, I've got everything I need. I've got a great job. I've got a great family. You know, everything is doing great. And I have no need of nothing because everything is at the tip of my fingers. Everything that I do, who I am, where I want to go, what I want to be, what I'm going to do. I'm my own boss. I don't need any help. Well, I want to share with you today there's one person that you may not realize that you need is that you need the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart and life. It doesn't matter how many cars you got. It doesn't matter how many houses you got. It doesn't matter what you have. You need to know that you need to have Jesus Christ in your life. And you might not know that, but let me share with you today. Jesus says, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. John's Gospel 14 and 6. I want you to know today through the realization that we live in a world that we see nothing but chaos. We live in a world that we see that society is at every hand acting crazy. But I want you to know there is peace in a troubled world. There is peace and joy and contentment in Christ Jesus and while everything else is crumbling around us, you can still be in the hands of the man of Jesus Christ. He will be the author and the finisher of your faith. And your faith is that it is in Jesus Christ and Him alone. Give God praise in the house today. Hallelujah. Jesus clearly lets us know that He is the light and He is the life. Listen, everybody may come around you and accuse you because you're this and you're that. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. You act like you're going, and you may be going to church. You're acting like a Christian. Are you acting like that? Listen, I want you to know, let the accusers stop where they're at. Ignore the accusers. Walk away with the accusers and say, I'm walking in victory in Christ Jesus. Let the naysayers say what they want to say be what they want to be go where they want to go but know that your living God Jesus Christ is for you he's not against you he loves you and he's wanting to bring life and he's wanting to bring life to your life listen I want you to know as we see in this passage of Scripture, we see the Pharisees, we see the Sadducees. Well, we see all that are coming to Jesus and saying, Well, this woman is a woman that's not worthy to be around. This woman is a woman that needs to be stoned. She has many men and she's been, she's been hanging around with the wrong crowd. She needs to be stoned. Jesus says, No, if there's someone that needs to be stoned, it's you that needs to be stoned. But if 
if you want to cast the first stone, go right ahead. And the Bible says one left after the other. Why? Because they had something in them that wasn't right. They had something in them that they were trying to hide. They had something in them that they thought they could get by. But Jesus Christ, all-knowing God, knows exactly what you and I go through. He knows what we're faced with day by day. And God clearly, there's nothing hid from God that God does not know, but He knows the very intent of your heart every day. Give God praise in the house today. Hallelujah. The Bible clearly says, And then they spake against unto them, saying, I am the light of the world, and he that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And we clearly see this as the woman is standing there guilty. You know, I, we're studying this passage of Scripture through our Bible study on Wednesday night. And some had said, where was the, where was the husband at? Where was the man at? Didn't he need to be there with the, with the woman? And it's, it's clearly how, how easy it is for, for a man to pull somebody like a woman out of the crowd and say, oh, uh, she's guilty. She's the one that's been doing it. But listen, the, let me go a step further. It takes two to tangle, folks. It takes two to finger. You can't just pick out just the woman. You can't just pick out just the man. Listen, folks, sin is sin. It doesn't matter what it is. But Jesus clearly knew what they were up to, just like Jesus knows exactly what your accusers are up to. They know when somebody's trying to bring you down. Jesus sees exactly what's going on around you. But Jesus is still the light of the world. You see, the Pharisees begin to try to catch Jesus in a caught 20, so to speak. He was trying to, the Pharisees was trying to catch Jesus on, in the law. Oh, well, that's not what Moses says. Well, that's not what, this is not what, you're, you're going against the commandment. And he said, he has come to fulfill the law. He was also the friend of sinners. The law demanded death for an adultery. But what would Jesus do? Jesus stooped down and He wrote on the ground. And many scholars would say that He may have wrote out their wrongs of what was going on. Maybe He wrote out other commandments that was going on that they were breaking. But perhaps He wrote the commandments in the sand. The law makes us all face our sins. But the Pharisees now were made aware of their sins. The law brings out all sin. For the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one. We've all, we've all strayed. We've all gone our own ways. But thank God for His grace and His mercy. He looks over our weaknesses. He looks over what we deal with. And guess what? He saves us by His loving grace. Listen. Let Him, Jesus said, cast the first stone. Let Him if you feel like the woman needs to be stoned, well then you cast the first stone. 
But Jesus says, look, look at this. If you cast the first stone, there's going to be things that's going to be exposed in you. The Bible says, judge not lest you be judged. Listen, a lot of times we, if we're not careful, our friends, the people that we maybe are around, may tell us that we need to be like this, we need to be like that, we're not doing this, we're not doing that. But listen, folks, Jesus holds the record. Jesus holds the record. He knows exactly what's going on in your friend's life, in your personal life. He knows what's going on, for He is what? He has come to bring light in darkness. He is expelling darkness and causing light to come because Jesus Christ is the light and the life that you and I must have every day in our lives. Listen, exposing to the light, they all begin to flee and depart. Why? Because Jesus was exposing all of their wrong that they thought that they could hide. They wasn't hiding. They, they thought they were hiding, but they were not hiding. Listen, the psalmist David says, Lord, if I make my bed in hell, you're there. Lord, if I make my bed in heaven, Lord, you're there. No matter, David said, no matter where I go, God, you are there. I can't hide from you no matter where I am. We can't hide from God. You might be fooling everybody else and friends may be fooling you, but they're not fooling God because God knows exactly what they're going through and what they're dealing with and what they are are listen my second point today is the light brings hope to the hopeless light brings hope to the hopeless john 8 and 10 when jesus had lifted up himself and he saw none but the woman he said unto her woman where are those of thine accusers Hath no man condemned thee? She went on and said, No, my Lord, none has. You see, the woman was guilty without hope. Let me say it again. The woman was guilty without hope, and now she would have hope, listen, in forgiveness. She would have hope. You have hope in Jesus Christ. You don't have hope in this world. This world has nothing. The devil may think you've got everything and you're going to get everything and you're going to gain everything, but you have nothing unless you have Jesus Christ in your heart and in your life because that is the one that we cannot miss. We cannot miss heaven for the world. Listen. He goes on and says, you have hope because you have forgiveness. The question is, where are thy accusers? Jesus says, neither do I condemn thee. Light for all within the dark. The day spring from on high. Luke 1 and 78 says, Though the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us. Folks, there's a new day dawning. 
There's a new day dawning for you. There's a new day dawning for those that are in Christ Jesus, those that have made the profession of faith, those that have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. He is the light of the world. Luke 2 and 32 says, A light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of the people of Israel. The light was the life of men. You see, the world likes darkness. Men like darkness when they don't know about Jesus or don't want to have nothing to do with Jesus. They love darkness, but guess what? Jesus expels to, to the darkness to light. He brings everything to light. He brings everything to the, to the truth. <clears throat> That's why you hear a lot of times in court, it doesn't say, do you know some truth? Do you know a little bit of truth? It's the whole truth. Nothing but the truth. The whole truth. Listen, Jesus has come to give us the whole truth. He's not holding back anything on you or me today. He's not waiting for a great uh, event to take place. He's giving us everything. He's giving us the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. You are to seek Jesus, and He will bring everything to light, and He will give you what you need in your life, not so much of what you want. And you said, Pastor, why, why don't I get as much want? Because He knows exactly what you need. If God gave you everything that you want, it could be bad for you. It could be bad for you. And then you'd blame God. You'd say, well, God, why did you give me this? Why did you allow me to have this? See, God knows how much you can handle. You know, a lot of people want to uh, wonder why they can't have a million dollars. Well, maybe God thinks that you can't handle a million dollars. Someone will say, well, why can't I get $100,000? Maybe God may know that you can't handle $100,000. What would you do with it? Would you squirrel it away? Would you, would you squander it away? You see, God knows exactly, but He knows what He's doing because He is the light and He is life. For He says, I am the light of the world now there's other people trying to seek other things out but listen he is what the world needs today let me say it again he is what the world needs today and he need, and, and this world needs jesus christ listen john 1 and 4 says this in him was life and the life was the light of men and the light shineth in darkness and the darkness listen comprehended it not there was a man sent from God whose name was John. Our Lord's passion for the lost of this world. I want you to know that today. Our Lord is passion for a lost of this world today. The world appears 77 times in John's gospel world. That's why he is so so much important in wanting to know about the world and wanting to know that the world needs a Savior because light needs to come to this world. Listen, the adulterous 
deserved death, but received life. She deserved to be condemned, but received pardon. And my third point today, light brings decision to those who are delivered. Let me say it again. Light brings decision or direction, let me say here, direction to those who are delivered. Let me say it again. Light brings direction to those who are delivered. John 8 and 11, she said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. And then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world, and he that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Go and sin no more. Shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. These are directions for those who have been forgiven. Salvation, let me share with you today, is only the beginning. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ today as your personal Savior and those that are watching today, that's the beginning of your walk is to receive Jesus Christ, making the profession of faith and accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You say, Pastor, how do I receive Jesus into my heart and life? It's very easy. You say, Lord, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart and my life. Lord, save me. I believe you died on the cross. You arose on the third day. You're seated with the right hand of the Father. And the Bible says that if you will believe and confess that Jesus Christ is King of kings and Lord of lords, the Bible says thou shalt be saved. You say, Pastor, is that easy? I said, it's that easy. That's how you accept Jesus Christ in your life. You can't earn it. We don't deserve it. Nor can we buy salvation. It's a gift of eternal life that God gives to you and I. And that's how we're able to receive the light. And when we receive the light through salvation, we now have life in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 2 and 8 says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man uh, should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. We are not to walk in darkness anymore. I want you to know that today. It is no longer, there's no excuse today, I want to share with you today, there's no excuse why you have to walk in darkness anymore. You don't have to leave out of this church today to walk in darkness. You can walk in light and you can walk in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ because He brings life unto us. These are directions for those that have been forgiven. Salvation has come. Jesus Christ has come. We are to walk in the newness of life. Romans 6 and 4, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, 
that like as Christ we're raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness. There's that word, newness of life. Because He is everlasting life. Listen. The sinless Savior brings light and life to sinners. The sinless Savior brings light and life to sinners. We are to come out of darkness to the light of the world. To come out of darkness to the light of the world. He will enable you and me to walk in His life and in His light. 